Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at HM.com. I know a good amount of you are probably thinking, whoa, hold up, Veronica. That was a little bit too much. Yeah, you're right. It was. And I did that on purpose. I want you to identify how you're recreating your childhood. How you're doing the same thing your parents did. And even better, I want you to develop an understanding of maybe how your husband is repeating some of these unhealthy habits that he's learned from his parents. Hey girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Here we go again. He's screaming at them again. Why in the hell does he scream? Why can't he just talk to them? Why does he go straight to punishment? There are different ways of disciplining our kids, yet he chooses to yell at them or go to some other extreme with grounding them. 
Very rarely does he sit down, if at all, does he sit down and have conversations with them. Another thing I watch him do is he'll shame them. It's like this cruel, rude, obnoxious way of getting them to shame, getting them to change. And it's like, where in the hell did this come from? Why is that the answer? Why don't you just sit your ass down and actually listen to the, your child? Listen to what your kid has to say before you start yelling at them. I get you're frustrated. I get you're overwhelmed. Hell, I even understand that you're tired. But yelling at them, really? If you just don't want them, then tell me. Tell me you don't want them. Tell me that they're a burden. But don't treat them this way. Do you have any clue what it's like when you talk to them that way? Do you have any idea what it's like to watch them when you walk away? I have to fix that. I have to somehow delete that from their memory or I have to let them know, hey, you know what? Dad didn't mean that. He didn't really mean that. No, you didn't disappoint him. You didn't disappoint us. I literally have to do damage control every single time you have a conversation with them. Where did compassion, where did compassion go? How did it leave your brain? Why is it so important you're right? Why is it so important you're right, they're wrong? Why does everybody have to see it your way? Will you be open for once? Does any of that sound familiar? I did a live today with some ladies on Peanut, and every single one of them had given me the same description of what their husband's parenting styles look like. Every single one. And one thing I often heard is, or was, I have to, I have to be in the middle. I have to be in the middle. I have to do something about it. I can't let him parent our kids. There's no way. There's no way. And then he gets mad at me. He gets mad at me because he says I'm in the middle. He gets mad at me because I don't let him parent. I don't let him parent. Or I don't support him as a father. Whatever the hell his excuse is. I hear that over and over. Not only here in my private practice, but also on the lives that I do when you guys are asking me questions. And so we're going to go through this. We're going to go through this together. So here's what I want you to do before we even start. Okay. Now that I've already pulled on all of your heartstrings, I want you to press pause, go grab a pen and paper right now, grab the damn pen and paper, because you know, what's going to happen. You're going to tell me you grabbed the pen and paper and you really didn't, or you're going to tell me you're going to make a mental note and you're not, you're going to forget, grab the damn pen and paper right now. Turn on whatever favorite show your kid enjoys or distracts them and keeps them busy because we're going to go to work. We're going to go to work. So you both have different parenting styles. How do you come together as a team so that maybe you're not going to do everything exactly the same or you're not going to agree, but at least you could be on the same page with regards to parenting. At least it feels like you guys have a plan and you guys respect each other, right? Oftentimes, I, I recognize it feels like you're the only one parenting. It feels like you're alone in this game. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're not. And although I completely understand how frustrating it is to watch your husband yell 
or watch them maybe use a strategy that you wouldn't have done, I get it. I get how frustrating that is. I get how overwhelming that is. I get how much you want to like either stop, rewind, delete, or how many times you've probably given him that stare. You know that stare like if you do not walk away from our kid right now, your life is literally in danger, right? Totally given my husband that stare. And in so many ways, I'd like to say I've kind of taken a step back and not corrected him whenever he's disciplined the girls or whenever he's had conversations with them. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'd, I'd be completely lying. I'd be completely lying. There are times, there are times when I'm listening to Willie talk to the girls and it's like, oh my God, if you would just like, just right now, just be quiet, just, you know that, like just silence. Don't say it. Whatever you're going to say, it's not helping. Actually, it's making it worse. And there have been times where I have said that. Whatever you're going to say, like, don't say it. Like, you're, you don't even know what you're talking about. And I've said it in front of him. I've said it in front of him. I've said it in front of the girls. And the girls just kind of look at us confused. Like, okay, who am I listening to? Am I listening to my mom? Am I listening to my dad? And I know a lot of your guys' kids, you know, are young. And so right now it's like they cry the minute dad says something or they cry the minute you yell, which kind of goes to my next point. Mama, you're not doing it right either. You're not doing it 100% right. And maybe your husband isn't either. But here's what ends up happening for us. We end up positioning our partner as the enemy, as the threat, as this monster. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard men actually say, I'm the monster. I'm the monster. My kid sees us as the monster. So here I am again. Here I am again, outed. I'm not allowed to be a part of you and the girls or you and the kids. I'm out here. And I have to be invited to play with the kids. Or I'm constantly critiqued, ridiculed, what to do, what not to do, how I'm doing it wrong. Forget it. Forget it. Ultimately, we are on the same team. We both want what's best for our kids. We might be doing it a little differently. The goal is still the same. We want our kids to know that we love them. We want our kids to learn and grow from us. We want to be their guide, right? We want to teach them right from wrong. We want to be there when shit hits the fan. We want to be there to comfort them and console them. Again, we're on the same team. But let's uncover some of the things that keep you from being on the same team. Let me give you some examples. Oftentimes, our past creeps up. What do, I, what do you mean by your past, Veronica? Well, the way you were brought up. Oftentimes, that comes up in the way that you parent. We tend to be extreme and we follow the familiar, right? And when things don't work out, when we try to do the complete opposite of what our parents did, for some reason or another, we find ourselves back in that loop doing the same damn thing and then feeling so ashamed and then at night recounting all of the things we did wrong, paying very little attention, if not any, to the things we did right. Mama, you're not alone in this. I'm here with you. 
How did I become his mom? The empty promises just aggravate me so much. He says he will do something or take care of something, then he doesn't. The passion is so low these days that I feel parenthood and other commitments are taking control. I want to feel like it's me he wants to spend time with. Communication has always been a weak point for us. He says things without thinking. I try to logically work through things and he reacts emotionally. I try to say what I feel and in a constructive manner. He takes it personally and attacks me. My relationship with my in-laws feels damaged. My partner always supports them and never me. Boundaries are a confusing topic for me because I'm a helper. I have this innate need to help anyone I can. Ladies, does this sound familiar? I understand that it feels like you're on this hamster wheel with your partner. I know you probably feel alone and unappreciated in your relationship. I know that you have put your family ahead of your own needs and try to avoid conflict as much as possible. I know you struggle with not feeling loved the way you want to feel loved. I also know that you hate to admit that the laundry and the dishes get way more action than your partner. Whether you're currently feeling disconnected from your partner or are sick and tired of the blow-ups, it's time to change. And nothing will change if nothing changes. As a therapist, I've worked with hundreds of women just like you ready for change. I have provided them with a step-by-step tailored plan to strengthen their relationship and reconnect with their partners. Are you ready? If you are ready, then what are you waiting for? What I want you to do is I want you to sign up for my workshop. Go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop. Again, that's empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash workshop and sign up for the workshop scheduled for September 7th. You have two options, either a 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or a 7 p.m. Mama, you get to choose the time that works best for you. And then it's going to be me and you and a group full of women that are experiencing the same thing, ready to learn, ready for change. See you there. So let's go ahead and go over a couple things. With your pen and paper, I want you to identify how you were loved. How were you loved as a kid? And I'm really asking you this. And I really, really 100% want you to write this down. How were you loved? How did your parents support you? How were you disciplined? When you were scared, who did you go to? Who did you seek comfort from? And how was it received? The minute you went to go ahead and run to your mom or dad for comfort, Did they embrace you? Did they push away? Did they ridicule you? Did they physically abuse you? Did they emotionally abuse you? Who did the homework with you? How did you know if you disappointed your parents? How did you know if you made your parents proud? What skills did you learn from them? What do you do now as a parent that that is similar to what your parents did when you were young? I know a good amount of you are probably thinking, whoa, hold up, Veronica. That was a little bit too much. Yeah, you're right. It was. And I did that on purpose. 
I want you to identify how you're recreating your childhood. How you're doing the same thing your parents did. And even better, I want you to develop an understanding of maybe how your husband is repeating some of these unhealthy habits that he's learned from his parents. Remember, our goal as a team, as mother and father, is to connect with our children, to guide them, to teach them, to be there for them, to love them. But that becomes a bit skewed, especially when we're triggered. Let me give you some examples. I was talking to a woman the other day, and she was telling me that the way she received love was by doing things. So she did all of these things, right, to get her parents' love. She would get straight A's. She would be very, very quiet. However, her siblings weren't the same. They would talk back, but they weren't talking back to be rude or disrespectful. They would just try to plead their cases with their parents. But what would end up happening is they would be punished, slapped, beaten, ridiculed, shamed. And so this woman that was sharing started to cry. She watched her siblings get punished because they did not fall in line with their parents' expectations. And although she tried desperately to do everything she thought her parents wanted her to do, she still didn't feel accepted. So she had admitted to doing the same with her kids. In her eyes, she was teaching them. I'm teaching them what not to do. Mind you, she wouldn't beat them or even emotionally abuse them, but she would critique them. She would encourage them to get straight A's. She would encourage them to stay quiet. She would encourage them to say yes. What she didn't know is she was teaching her kids how to be codependent. She was actually modeling it for them. She was teaching her kids that their feelings did not matter. She was teaching her kids that in order to be loved, you have to meet this criteria. Again, she immediately started to cry. But, but that's not what I was trying to do. That's not what I was trying to do at all. I was trying to help them. I'm trying to help them. Yes, what's unhealthy about this? Silence. We then started to talk about her husband. How did your husband receive love? Well, his dad was busy, gone all day at work. His mom was home. But his mom would stay in her room. And... When he would come home from school, he was constantly critiqued. Nobody knew he had a learning disability. And he had to try extra hard just to keep up with class. And he stayed under the radar. Nobody knew he struggled with ADHD. Nobody knew he struggled with processing issues. Nobody would sit down and do homework with him. There were times that he would have missing assignments. His dad would beat him. His mom would blame him. 
Well, your dad wouldn't do that if you got your shit together. Stop missing assignments. Nobody knew. So here is this young boy struggling, suffering silently. Nobody knows. Right now, I want you to think about him. And what do you imagine he learned about parenting? And I'm really asking you this question. What do you think he learned about being a parent? Parents are to discipline their children, correct them when they're wrong, shame them. And if you miss an assignment, it's your fault. Nobody else's fault. It is your fault, regardless of whatever processing issues or ADHD or whatever issues you have. It is your fault. So guess what this man does with his kids? He constantly reminds him. He constantly reminds them the importance of homework. He constantly reminds them that if they don't get straight A's, they're a disappointment. And he might not say it in those words, but he definitely shows them in his actions. So you have the husband and wife at odds with each other. And it wasn't until we were able to go ahead and break these questions down and she was able to answer some of them for him that she realized, holy moly, we're repeating the same unhealthy habits that were taught to us, that were modeled to us. So you see, it's not that he's against you. Just like you, he doesn't know how. In his house, love was conditional, just like yours. In his house, there was very little compassion, but there was constant invalidation. There was constant shame. So how are you going to do something different if you don't know how? You're not. And guess what's happening whenever she watches her husband shame her kids? Guess what happens? She is triggered because that's exactly what happened in her household. Her father would ridicule and shame her siblings. So it literally is history repeating itself. But because all of that past unhealed pain hasn't been worked on, hasn't been addressed, she now takes all of that past pain that she had, right? All of those emotions that she had when she was a kid. And now she positions her husband as her father. She can't see them as two separate individuals, both the pain that was caused by her father and now the pain that's caused by her husband is now meshed together. And guess who's at fault? Her husband. That pain has now doubled. So she's unable to see it clearly. Don't get me wrong. Yes, her husband needs to learn healthy um, coping skills. And so does she. But do you see where I'm going here? All of that past pain is now combined and thrown at one individual, one person, because we can't see clearly. And we can't see clearly because, again, these are unhealed wounds that we need to work on. And those unhealed wounds are coming in between you and your partner. 
They're keeping you both from seeing eye to eye. They're keeping you both from connecting with one another. They're keeping you both from having healthy conversations. They're keeping you both from being vulnerable with one another. So instead of opening up and having healthy conversations, you guys both have your wall up, not trusting each other because you're not feeling accepted, which triggers you even more because you were not accepted as a kid and you still feel unaccepted, right? You still struggle with that. You're still pleasing and appeasing or doing whatever the hell you have to do to meet other people's needs. You're still struggling with identifying who you are outside of all of the roles you play. Roles being a mom, a friend, a sibling, a wife, a colleague. And because that hasn't been healed, we stay stuck. We're imprisoned by it. But mama, you don't have to stay there. We can do something different. But what we're going to do is we're going to start off with having this conversation. I want you to be curious. You remember when you were curious getting to know your husband back in the day when you guys were dating? Remember that when you guys first met? And this doesn't have to be your husband. If you're not married and you're in a long-term relationship, that's okay too. I want you to use this with your partner. But I want you to be curious. I want you to ask these questions. I want you to make time and invest in your relationship. Gottman calls this love maps, strengthening your love maps, finding out more information about your partner, learning more about them. So we set aside time to go ahead and do this. Right now, how are you feeling? Is this resonating with you? Are some of you holding back tears? Are some of you wiping away your tears? Most of us weren't taught any of this. Hence the reason why I'm on this platform right now. I wasn't taught this. And it took me a very long time for me to step back and support Willie as a father. And I'm going to tell you right now, I wish I can say I do it. I do it quite successfully. But there are plenty of times where I fall on my ass and fail. I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress and I will be one for the rest of my life. However, I am thankful that I'm willing to do something different. I'm very thankful because my relationships, my relationships with my daughters, my relationships with my husband benefit from it. So I want you to set some time, like I mentioned earlier. I want you to answer these questions for yourself. And I want you to go ahead and ask your husband these questions. And if he's open to it, have him write it down. And then both of you guys share your answers. At no point do you guys judge or criticize each other. Even if you don't agree, it doesn't matter. I want you to hear him out. What is he saying? How is he saying it? What comes up for him? And I want you to listen I truly want you to listen to understand. That is definitely the key. Listening to understand the information that's being given to you. Listening to understand for clarity. You can ask him questions, of course. But I want you to pay attention to where he goes. And I want you to pay attention to how he might be doing the same thing as a father. And I'm not saying that so you can point that out to him. I just want you to kind of listen 
Listen to what's going on, right? And then I want you to own it. You know what? Holy moly, I'm doing the same thing my mom did. I'm doing the same thing my dad did. Damn, I didn't even realize it. And then have conversations about that. No judgment, no criticism. Open lines of communication. If you start to feel tight and tense, if you start to feel like you have to defend yourself, or I don't know, maybe you want to criticize them, pull back. Pull back. Ask yourself, why is it important I judge, I criticize? Why is it important I defend myself? I'm having a conversation with my partner. The minute I go into defensiveness, the minute I go into critiquing, I've already lost this conversation. And even worse, our relationship lost. I know most of you struggle with having conversations. I know most of you struggle with even setting time for this type of discussion. I know vulnerability is very difficult for you. I know at times you feel like roommates. I know at times you feel alone on this island where it's just you. But the truth is he's there too. Remember, men struggle with expressing their emotions. They're fixers. They don't want to be fixers, but they are. They're fixers. They see a problem. They want to go ahead and resolve it. Very rarely do they step back and provide us with validation, provide us with some level of empathy. And it's not because they're horrible, awful people. It's because they don't know how. So they stick with what what they know, right? They stick with what they know. I don't want to see my wife or my partner in pain. So instead, I'm going to shift it. The minute I see my partner upset, I want to change it. I want to take it away from her. I want you to understand that. So when you're having this conversation, again, have an open mind and an open heart. The minute you feel that wall coming up, identify what that's all about. Why are you scared? What fears come up for you? What emotions come up for you? Be mindful of that. Have this conversation so you understand where these different parenting styles came from. Now, the last step, the most important step, you now get to create a plan. What skills did you learn from your parents that you want to incorporate with your children? What skills did you learn from your parents that you definitely don't want to repeat, right? And I want you to both honor each other's opinion, but have this discussion, What skills do we want to take? What skills do we want to maybe leave behind? What new skills do we want to teach? How do I want to be seen as a father? How do I want to be seen as a mother? How can I best support you as a father? This is how you can support me as a mother. Again, criticism, judgment, defensiveness, All of that contempt, if you find yourself being contemptuous, hold back. We don't want to position ourselves higher than our partners. That's not what this is about. We don't want to position our partners as the enemy. But I just want you guys to utilize that exercise. Because this is going to take you to the next step on your journey. 
And the next step of your journey might be joining the workshop. The workshop starts September 7th. I hope and pray that that is your next step, especially if you're struggling to do this exercise. Most of us, again, have a hard time with having open conversations. And so instead, we shut down or we, I'm going to call you guys out on it, we stuff it. We stuff it under the rug. We compartmentalize it. We file it. It's gone. Pretend it doesn't happen. And then it rears its ugly head the minute we get triggered, right? It rears its ugly head and we don't know how to control our emotions. If that is you, I want to personally invite you to join me for this workshop, Reconnect with your partner. I'm going to be teaching you skills on how to reconnect with your partner, how to come together, how to communicate effectively, how to set boundaries. I'm also going to provide you with quick and easy exercises to increase time alone. Mamas, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what your answers are. I want to hear what this experience was like with your partner. What were your biggest takeaways? How did it go? Were you nervous? Were you scared? Was there some heightened level of uncertainty? Whatever it is, please share it with me. You can find me on all social media platforms. My tag name is Empowered and Unapologetic. Again, my tag name is Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm so excited to see you on September 7th. Remember, there are two times to choose from. Pick the one that works best for you and your schedule. Lastly, this is for women only. I know a good amount of you want to invite your husband. Guess what? You will have lifetime access to this video. And I can't tell you how many husbands have listened and watched the workshop and have implemented those skills immediately. I've had so many women tell me it's literally night and day. Ladies, again, share with me what the results were. And until next time, I'll see you later. Bye. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends.
It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. 
We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.